Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, before we talk about Chelsea, you can send us your voice notes, by the way, to 061-4104-107. 061-4104-107. You can also SMS us to 41391 or call us directly on 011-714-2006 on any of the topics, any of our discussions tonight. Before we uh, go over to the UK, let's just hear what some of the managers in the English Premier League have had to say about the sacking of Frank Lampard. Amazing career as a player. Uh and and could have taken an easier route but it's gone straight into coaching and managing and uh, done a great job at Derby took a job he couldn't really turn down even though he had uh, not a lot of experience but um, but felt he, he could have done a, a really good job there and he did do that uh, last last season and uh, and obviously okay results maybe haven't quite been what they would have wanted and what he would have wanted because he, he's a winner himself but uh but but like I say, I feel it's it's a job that needed time, uh, and unfortunately, and sadly for for him that he hasn't got that time. I don't think it is moment Frank wants to speak with with me or with anybody a part of his close circle of uh, let's say family and and uh, big friends. But of course, I'm I'm always sad when a colleague loses his job. And of course, Frank is not just a colleague. He's uh, an important person in my in my career. So of course, I feel I feel sorry with it. But like one of, of your colleagues uh, was saying to me, is is the brutality of, of football, especially the brutality of modern football. So when you become a, a manager, it's something that you you have to know that. Sooner or later, it's going to happen with you. So here you have to win. When the people talk about projects and ideas, it doesn't that don't exist. Is you have to win. If not, you will be sacked. Okay, so those are the managers: Brendan Rodgers from Leicester, uh, Jose Mourinho at Spurs, and Pep Guardiola at Man City. They're talking about reacting to the sacking of Frank Lampard. Let's go over to the UK, and that's where we are joined on the line by the Guardian's deputy news editor, Ed Aaron's. Ed, good evening, and thank you again for being able to speak to us in South Africa tonight. Good evening. How are you? We are fine, thanks, Ed. Is it a surprise sacking for you, or did you see it coming? Oh no, very much saw this one coming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the timing was a bit of a surprise in that. You know they just they just beaten Luton in the uh, FA Cup, um, but the you know the writing was very much on the wall um, for Frank Lampard for quite a while. I think um, according to people I've spoken to, the decision was taken quite a while ago actually, and you know it was not looking good for him uh, for the last well a couple of months. So yeah, it was one of those, that, especially with Chelsea. You know they've got a reputation for not having the most patience, and uh, that was what happened. Yeah. So, 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 what do you think led to the sacking eventually? They've been poor since mid-December. Do you think that's what led to it, or is it just the overall performances since he took over? Yeah, it's a lot of everything. I think the key thing to say about this is the amount of money that they spent in the summer. It kind of moved the goalposts, if you like, for Chelsea. You know, whereas last season Chelsea uh, Lampard did really well, get them in, get Chelsea into the Champions League with you know with with a transfer embargo and blooded a lot of young players. And, you know, it had a generally a very good season. I think everybody acknowledged that. And then suddenly, you know, the arrival of all these players, uh, um, including, you know, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz and Hakim Ziyech and lots of others as well. Um, you know, uh, it, the pressure really grew on him. And, and when 
they started to stumble this season. The you know it was only a matter of time. I think unfortunately that's just the way that Chelsea operate. They're very ruthless. Yeah, and and what would have been the expectations on on Frank Lampard this season, considering that they went into the market and spent over two hundred million pounds? Yeah, I think there was high expectations on him to, to at least try and you know compete for the title, which uh, this season especially you know it, it's very open. So it wouldn't have taken much more, and even you know if they were to win every game from now to the end of the season, you could argue they're not out of it yet. But I just think that. Yeah, there wasn't, especially against the top sides. I think that was a key factor as well. Mm. Chelsea's record, Lampard's record, was awful against the top sides, and um, that you know clearly the, the owner has got a lot of ambition for the club again with the amount of money that they spent in in the summer. So um, they wanted to get somebody else in. Well, you did mention his first season a top four finish and an FA Cup final for a manager that could not make signings. Some say he was punching above his weight. Did that first season increase expectations, Ed, or is it just the fact that he was able to go into the transfer market now and get these big signings and uh, he hasn't delivered? Yeah, I think it did increase expectations a little bit, but it's a shame. Kind of, I think there's a couple of players that you can point to where you know their their development was perhaps disrupted by the arrival of new players, and 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 it's kind of. You know, it ended up with in a bit of a, a bit of a muddle with not knowing which ones to, to, whether to trust the old the players that were there last season or, or to you know or to play the new ones, which I think he was under quite a lot of pressure to do. So um, yeah, it was it's quite it's quite a sad story because obviously he's a he's a club legend there, and I think a lot of people, a lot of Chelsea fans especially, wanted him to succeed. Um, but you know, he'd only had one season as a manager, and it was a you know it's a massive job. Or any manager, but you know, let alone someone so inexperienced. If you've just joined us, we are talking to Ed Aarons, the Guardian's deputy news editor, joining us from the UK. We're discussing the latest developments at Chelsea, the sacking of Frank Lampard, the new manager is believed to be on his way. We've got a couple of voice notes that have come through on 061 That's our WhatsApp number for voice notes. Let's listen to those. Good time, so as a sundown and a Chelsea. Uh, I was watching Sunderland's game on online. Only first half, a second half, it was not there anymore on Facebook. So I don't know what was the problem. And then when it comes to Chelsea, I think they're supposed to give him a chance. Just like a manual coach, he's been struggling. He's only finding rhythm now. So yeah, but anyway, again, Chelsea is a big team. We're supposed to do something better. Thank you. Uh, good uh, evening, Tabiso. Yeah, I think Tabiso, I've loved him since he was playing. Frank, you know, there will they will have not been a game that I'll miss. I'll always watch uh, Chelsea playing. Even I bought a T-shirt of his name at the back. So, but uh, 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 that's how things happen. You're speaking to me for entrance back. Thank you very much, Tabiso. Good evening to you, Tabiso, and the listeners. I hope you're well, my brother. Frank Lampard seems to be a victim of player dissatisfaction with him. And it happens to many coaches. I mean, if you look at the star-studded lineup that Chelsea has got, they must perform. But when a coach and players have a misunderstanding, the team will never perform. That's how it goes down in many leagues. I feel sorry for Frank Lampard, and I'm sure he'll find his way back with another club. Thank you from Chapter 2.
Thank you, Chapter 2. We are fine. Thank you for asking. Ed, let's just go through some of the voice notes, the comments. There was one that said they believe that uh, Frank maybe should have given a chance, considering that he was a young manager going to, 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 to Chelsea. Would you have expected them to give him more time or was he always in a race against time because they want success? Yeah, I think I think well, I think a lot of people have been saying that he even got more time, but just because he was Frank Lampard, <laughs> that you know maybe he would have been sacked earlier uh, had he not been. But yeah, I think it's harsh to say. I think it is very. He has been quite harshly treated because you know, uh, especially the number of players that they signed, it was always going to take a bit of time for them to bed in. And you know, it, it, he would have hoped to have been given more time. But I think the direction of the team didn't look good from the outside and I hear that, you know, in the inside there was there was quite a lot of discontent with uh with the direction that they were heading in really, perhaps, you know, not quite what what the owners were planning for. So yeah, it, it, it's very sad to see him go. But hopefully I think he's the kind of character that won't just give up on management. I think he'll try and come back somewhere else. Yes, the other listener said they have a jersey with Frank's name on it. Does this now taint his legacy as a club legend? Does it affect it in any way? Well, no, I think I think that hopefully not. You wouldn't have thought so because you know he's still the club's record goal scorer, and I think there's a, it was quite poignant. Now, if you look back on uh, the FA, in the FA Cup against Luton, there was a, a banner, a new banner, mm. which um, said "In Frank we tr- we trust now, always, and forever." So you know, I think you know he'd always have the support of the Chelsea fans, and uh, they'll they'll wish that I imagine that they'll wish that he was. Had done a bit better, first of all, but you know, had maybe been given a bit more time uh, to, to pull things around. And then there was a question about the, a player revolt, or maybe he's lost the just the he'd lost the dressing room. There was a tweet earlier today that actually listed all the players that have thanked Frank Lampard, like Tammy Abrams, Rhys James, Billy Gilmore, and uh, Mason Mount, and them. And then the tweet said, "Take a notice of who did not uh, thank Frank Lampard." Is there anything we can read into that? Yeah, possibly, possibly, because, you know, it's, it's the, as I was talking about earlier, that the, 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 the kind of meeting of last season, that the, well, that's for the young players that you mentioned there, and then there's, you know, the more expected, the new arrivals and perhaps the, the bigger sort of superstars, if you like, maybe he couldn't quite blend those two together. It's a very tough job. And I think that, you know, the, the appointment of Tuchel, which is going to be confirmed, you know, today or tomorrow, I think, um, he's the kind of person that he has experience of dealing with big personalities, uh, from having come from PSG, obviously. And I think that that's what Chelsea are hoping will be the difference between him and Lampard. Let's talk about some of the signings that they made uh, when they were able to buy players. I mean, he brought in Timo Werner, Kai Havertz coming in with uh, with big reputations from the Bundesliga. Have they flopped at Aaron's or do they still need time to settle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they do. I mean, it, it, the key one, I think the, the most uh, obvious one is, is Werner because he's really he looked great at the start and He's really struggling with confidence and position-wise, and I think that was one of the the key factors in Lampard leaving. Actually, his his uh, his role really in the team. Where was he? Where was he best to play? We still don't know, and he still you know hasn't hasn't turned it on. And also, Havertz, who you know has had coronavirus as well, it must be said, and um, has struggled a lot. But you know, the massive price tag on his shoulders, um, that, and he's a very young player as well. So it's going to take a bit of time. For them all to settle, but I think the key thing about Havertz is that the system wasn't built for him at all, and Lampard never really uh, built. You know, he needs to play as a number ten. I think that's his best position, and the, the, they never played that kind of formation. So 
I think maybe the pressure will be on Tuchel to try and get the best out of Havertz in particular, and also Werner. Do you think they've been able to replace Eden Hazard? Well, no, absolutely not. Not yet. I mean, no, they they really haven't. There's been there's been signs from certain players. You know, Pulisic has been had the odd odd moment where he's shown that he has got a lot of ability, and also Hudson Odoi has been has come back to what. Uh, what we saw from him at the start of his, his, his young career, coming back from injury, and uh, it's just a matter of blending all these players together. So many good players there; they you know, they should really be up there. I think the Chelsea fans would say uh, the number of players that they've got in the, and the quality they've got they should be higher in the league. They are five points of the top four. Is it as bad as a season as it's being made out? They're still in the FA Cup. No, it's absolutely not. No, it's really not. You know, and they're, um, they're in the Champions League as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, 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 especially given this season, anything can happen. Kind of, I think it's going to be a very low points total that wins the league. Um, we've already seen, you know, Liverpool having a terrible run at the moment, and uh, so it's not too late. But obviously, the change of manager in the mid-season is not going to be great. And I hear that, you know. They're not going to be signing anybody else this month for Tuchel or anything. So he's got a, he's got a, a big job on his hands to turn around quickly. But yeah, as I said, the quality is there. So they could, if he can find a quick fix, they could be, you know, make a charge up the league. Yeah, and they still have a last 16 tie with Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. You've already touched on Thomas Tuchel and how probably he's able to work with big name players. He's been at PSG, he's been with Borussia Dortmund. What else do you see him bringing to Chelsea? What would be the expectations then on a man who's won the French League twice and reached the final of the Champions League last season? Yeah, I think the main thing about Tuchel is he, he knows he knows what he's doing. He has a plan, he has a method, and he has a uh, you know he will he will lay out to the players exactly what their roles are. And it may take a bit of time for them to buy into it, but you know it sounds like the, a lot of the Chelsea players are desperate for that kind of direction, and and he could be, a, you know, he's a good, he potentially a good person for for this kind of quick fix. The only question mark that people will have about him is that he's tended to have issues with, uh, as somebody put it on the other day on the radio, I think working up with uh, uh, rather than working down. So you know, problems with sporting directors, and he's clashed with the, you know, Leonardo at PSG. That was his. Undoing ultimately at PSG and Chelsea is a notoriously difficult club to work, you know, with the people at the top. So, um, but you know, at the moment he's got he's going to have an eighteen month contract, I think, with an option to extend that. So, um, it it could be that it's it's a good fit in the end. We'll have to see. And finally, what have we what have we learnt about Roman Abramovich, the owner, over the years, and how he deals with managers? Well, we've learned he's very ruthless. And uh, talking about Lampard, it's interesting because this was the first time that uh, Abramovich has ever said anything on the record, you know, a statement when a manager's been sacked. It's always just been... Yeah, so this is the first time he's gone on the record. But I think that's a testament to the the status of Lampard as a legend of Chelsea, you know, and they're trying to be respectful, but just shows you that even uh, the club's record goal scorer and playing legend isn't, isn't immune to... The act. Sure. And finally, is, is is there any truth to the fact that they they were looking at Ralph Rangnick to take over at Chelsea before uh, Tuchel? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I think again, sort of a, uh, somebody who's quite a, got a method and a, a real plan. And, and um, Tuchel, I think, has worked under and uh, played under Rangnick actually in his career. Oh. So um, there's a bit of a link there. But yeah, uh, I mean, they're obviously desperate to make their investment count.
Okay, we're going to have to leave it there. Ed, thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM in South Africa. Cheers. Have a good evening. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for your insight. That's Ed Ahrens, who's the Guardian Deputy and News Editor, speaking to us about the sacking of Frank Lampard. There's a tweet here from Nazim Khrodbom. Where is that tweet now, Nazim? I need to find it, my friend. Okay, it says, I think it was a good decision from the Chelsea boss if results are not going your way you need a change in your technical team we've seen that from the likes of real madrid but guys last season he could not sign players that's when he brought in the Tammy abrams and the mason mounts and all these youngsters and he still finished top four they always say top four these days is as good as winning a trophy even though you don't literally hoist hoist the trophy or lift it but top four gets you into the champions league and it's very lucrative in the champions league frank lampard made it to top four there were favorites going into that fa cup final against arsenal i remember doing that match on sabc uh, they lost a uh, 2-1 you would think that's more than a decent season then from a, for a new manager and right now they're just five points over top four top four place they're still in the last 16 of the champions league they're still in the fa cup is that really not good enough chelsea i don't know Anyway, the owner puts his money in the club, so he decides what happens there. But uh, yeah, I think he's not a patient man indeed.